Monday, August 28th, and the Dome Foamers podcast is back. I'm your host, Christian Kruger, and joined, as always, by Neil Miefke and Brian Dorton. We're just Astros fans who love to talk about the Astros. So, boys, let's go. All right, here we are. Strohs are playing again as we do this podcast. Episode the Red Sox eight. again. They're playing the Red Sox <laughs> again. That's a, it's true. Deja, deja who? Episode 18. Um, the Strohs are winning 13 to 4. And before we recorded this podcast, Dorton said it'd be cool if Altuve hit a home run for the cycle. And sure enough, Altuve hit a home run for the cycle. It'd be really cool good. if I won the uh, the lottery too. It'd be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd rather whatever you'd rather want to <laughs> rather want to do that. But before we get cranked up and started, our title sponsor is Two Gringos Chupacabra Rub and Seasonal. Two Gringos makes the finest rub, salsa, chips, jerky, marinade you've ever tasted. If you haven't tried their products, please do it today because you don't know what you're missing. The main thing you need to know about Two Gringos Chupacabra products is that they are so good because they only use the finest ingredients and never, ever take shortcuts when it comes to quality. This is why we are proud to have Two Gringos Chupacabra as our title sponsor. You can find them in your local grocery store in your area or on their website at twogringoschupacabra.com. That is the number two, gringoschupacabra.com. We have Labor Day weekend coming up. It's a big mm-hmm. grill weekend. Go get you some two gringos chupacabra because I know we will be using it. And thank you to the fine people there um, that are our title sponsor. I am going to so fire boys, up some meats this weekend. I for have sure. a feeling you would. I'm going to as well. <laughs> where to begin? Where to begin? So let's just let's just go with it. We were four and three for the week. We are ooh, I just had it. 74 and 58 for the year. One game back, we actually made up ground by going four and three because the team of North is so terrible. They're doing exactly <laughs> what we predicted. Uh, I think they did win their second game tonight for the second game in two weeks. However, the Mariners don't lose because they don't play anybody, and they beat and swept us that we talked about last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a race to the finish. As we stated already, we're winning 13 to 4 right now. We either score a ton of runs or score one run every other game. So, Peace Neil, famine. I come to you with your temp check. Well, you, you kind of summed it up. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, it's like the old cyclone at Astroworld. You got your ups and you got your downs. And by God, when you go down, um, it's, it's pretty ugly. You know, we, well, I guess when we last talked, Javier was pitching. I think Javier was pitching last Monday. And uh, I think that was, yeah, I think that was last Monday. Maybe not. Maybe it was Verlander. Anyways. Uh, you know, we won the first two against Boston. And then uh, your Queedy, we lost that one. And then obviously the one and one to 17 
shellacking that uh, that where people got to see Maldonado pitch. Man, I mean that's that's probably a season low for us, but somehow we're 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 hanging in there. Uh, you know, we blew one in Detroit, which is frustrating. So that made that three losses in a row, and and I think like you said, the fact that we're somehow still in the mix and. I think we just got to hang on, you know, and I know that's kind of a, a cheesy thing to say, but if we can stay close to Seattle at this time, I mean, obviously staying close to, to Texas too, but if we can just hang around and get our stretch of Kansas cities and Oakland's get, get that situation while, uh, you know, Seattle and, and, and Texas hit their little run, and obviously the the series coming up against uh, the te- uh, the Rangers is going to be a, an interesting one. So I think we just, I mean, it's going to be like this, you know, like we talked about earlier before we started tonight. Uh, we're scoring double digit runs, so don't even watch tomorrow. You know, that's been the trend. So the temperature is steady. Put put the put the one to 17 loss behind you put the 13 to whatever win today behind you. I mean, every day is a new day and, and uh, you play one at a time. So good, not great would be the temperature. Uh, or just, I mean, it's getting down to the end. It's going to be like this. I mean, to the, to the last, to the last game. So it's August. You still got September to, to shuffle and bustle and get after it. So I, I'm Okay. All right, Jordan. Fire same, away. Same theme, man. <laughs> Another day, ain't nothing changed. I mean, we're feast or famine. We're we we live and die by our offense, and it depends on which offense decided to suit up that day. And so, um, the the good one is out tonight. The one that showed up last Thursday, or whatever. Yeah, it was Thursday. It was. Friday. Was it Friday? Thursday, Thursday and Friday back to back. Well, that one on Thursday was the one that was was one of the 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 worst apparent the 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 17 run. Friday's offense was pretty bad too. Debacle. Yeah. I that was that was all just awful. And yeah, Friday's one was the one that was probably the most disheartening. Yeah coming off that 17 run schlacking and then i mean you you have it in the bag and then we lose it in what that was that was when we lost it with uh it it, with presley right and Mm -hmm. we had it we we were up one to nothing with a one hitter that was awful we had one hit we had one hit an infield dribbler yeah I mean, I'm, I'm going to wait till Dorton's done. So keep going. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. You know, like I, I, I saw an interesting tweet earlier. I'll have to credit the, I don't remember who it was. I'll go back and find it, but it broke down the, um, where, where we were at this point over the past four or five years record wise. And, uh, yeah. it was interesting because, you know, I mean, we're not far away. We're, you know, we we obviously we were ten games ahead of where we were, uh, where we are now last year. But 
you know, we're right in the middle of like the mix of where we've been for the past probably six years right now. So we're not doing any worse. The only problem is uh, we are we are staying the same in a division this year that is much better than it's been over the past. Much, much better. And can't do that. Can't be the same status quo this year. And we're seeing that. So, okay, I'm gonna yeah. unpack that real quick. I'm gonna unpack that real quick because then you said you said you saw it. I, I was at ball ball practice with my middle one. So you said that based on last year, we're ten games behind what we were. You can't expect to do that pace every year, right? Absolutely so, not. Yeah. yeah so yeah, let's yeah. so let's say let's say. Can you imagine if we were just five games behind? That means we would be five games better than we are. Yeah, I know five. We, it would be five games better than we are now, which means we would be leading the division, quote unquote, by four games. I mean, every game freaking matters. I would much rather be leading by four games than than chasing a team and being tied with the other. The division is better, but the the Rangers played over their head in in the first half of the year. They've had some injuries, just like the Astros have. So. They're on regress mode. They're still gonna. They're still gonna be a threat, right? Because we're all, basically all the same. I don't even know what to think about Seattle. Again, we talked about this last week on the podcast, so I'm gonna unpack this week first. We need to play better. I mean, th- this, this, this. So, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. The two worst losses combined to back to back for the year were this past week: the 17 to one loss versus Boston, and then the four to one loss to the Tigers. We both scored Awful. one run. I think we went one run, one run, correct? Yep. And then, yeah. then I believe, I believe we've gone nine runs, 17 runs, and now 13 runs since then. Correct. So we went one, one, nine, 17, 13, 39 runs in the next three games. You can't, I, I, we said this, it's baseball. That is such a wide disparity. I don't know what's – we're scoring zero yeah. runs tomorrow. We are scoring zero runs tomorrow. And that's but, what's so frustrating. Gosh. It, absolutely. Well, you know who's going to be back tomorrow? Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. Well, let's, let's maybe, table that. Maybe, maybe. Is that, the, is that this missing puzzle piece? Is that what it is? Mm, I don't know. Uncle Mike? Uncle Mike, I don't know. Yet. Not being here is is uh, the missing. I don't want to talk about need? that. I don't want to talk about that right now. Can we talk about that at the end or when we get done? I, I've got so many frustrations on that whole deal. So let's. Okay, so Neil said let's hang around. I, I get it. I, I you know I understand because we, we're we're doing this a roller coaster. Hang around. Somebody of these three teams has to take the bull by the horns and step up and get after it, and that's who's going to win the division. The only thing that is solved right now by the American League is you know who's going to be the one seed and you know who's going to be the three and four. So so the Twins will be the three seed. The Rays are going to be the four seed. And then two, five, and six are wide open. Baltimore. Baltimore's up in front of Tampa, yeah, Baltimore, right? Yeah, Baltimore's the one seed. Baltimore would be one, yeah. Is that what? Oh, I, then I didn't hear what you said right. Yeah, I said I said the one seed will either be Baltimore or Tampa. Most I think I gotcha. Baltimore. 
The gotcha. three seed's going to be Minnesota. That's all. Like that's done. Yeah. The four seed's going to be the other team of Baltimore and Tampa because they'll be the first yeah. wild card. So the seeds that are up for play are the two, five, and six. Right. I'm with you. And one right of now. these three. Right now. Two, we're only six games back from Tampa at this point. We're gaining ground on Tampa. That, that I'm just saying, happen. gaining ground on Tampa. We need to worry about winning the division over Tampa. Well, we ain't gain, we ain't catching Tampa, but whatever. Someone has to step up. The Astros have the pedigree. I'll be honest. I am tired of the way they're playing. I am tired of the uncertainty, the crazy difference in variables that's going on every other night. Um, I, I can't explain it. I don't know how to explain it. We're what now? Twenty nine games after tonight because we're going to win tonight. So it's so who's someone's got to step up now. Neil made a Neil made a text. I'm going to share this text message that I was at practice. We were all doing things. Neil sent on our group text, and I think it it's 100 just kind of speaks to it. Neil said. Um, Javier is frustrating. Altuve and Jordan aren't. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. I mean, yeah. Altuve and Jordan have eight hits tonight. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about injuries because we only had we're going to have Altuve for he's played 60 plus games, and Jordan's been obviously out for a long time. Those guys totally changed this this the lineup. But however, we scored one run a couple times with those guys in the lineup too. Someone in the pitching staff has got to step up and help this bullpen. Someone, a multitude of guys need to step up on the offensive side, and we need to go on a streak here. And I'm not saying we need to win eight in a row, but this four and three, three and four crap. Yeah. We need to go six and two, seven and one, and lay some hay and make the Mariners and Rangers, who we know seven of the last ten games – play each other make them come get us it's time yeah yeah so, i think uh no I, I think you're you're exactly right because we we can't continue to we can't expect to be the win the division if if we keep going four and three no right i mean it's just not gonna no it, and, it's and, just and, not and we need we need, we need to stop putting someone else's control we need to take control Correct. Control we can control. And, and, you know, like I said last week, looking at some of this, Texas, you know, they finish off the the three-game series the next two days at New York. Uh, Seattle, they've got the Oakland series again. They're at home versus Oakland. That thing's over. So that's where – this is where – after the Oakland series, like I said last week, this is where it gets interesting for Seattle – in that they they're on the road for three at the Mets, four three at the Reds, and four at the Rays, and these are consecutive, right? So there's ten games there, and then like I said last week, then they come home for three versus the the dying Angels. But that's going to be a big stretch for for them. While that's happening, Houston and Texas play each other, 
right? I mean, us and the Rangers play a three-game series, so that's obviously in Arlington. We have the uh, the Yankees, but prior to that, at home. So, I mean, I hate to say like next week's a big week because every week is a big week. Yeah, but every think, game at this point is a big game. I mean, it matters. I, I think there's some opportunity in the next two weeks to potentially separate a little bit, at least from Texas, at, le- at least from from those guys. Maybe even Seattle. I mean, to say Seattle's going to continue to do what they've been doing, I think that, you know, maybe we look back in a month and go, man, they peaked at the wrong time. The thing that scares me about Seattle, the thing that scares me about Seattle is every single starter they will out there can beat you. I mean, every single one. Mm -hmm. They have the best starting staff. (laughs) They have the best starters in Major League Baseball. And what hacks me off about them is they traded their closer at the deadline. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They they basically were saying, we're done. Yeah. And they got hot. And it's because their starting pitching keeps them in every freaking game. They don't give up any runs. But again – that's not that's out of our control until we play him three more. We play him three more times. The yep, other second game, last series. We, we we need to we need to go on like a let, let's 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 do the last 30. Let's let's do this real quick. So we're winning tonight, so we're gonna want to know. I think we need to go like twenty and ten. I was just gonna say twenty and ten. That's that's six sixty seven, man. That ain't easy. Mm-mm. I mean, do y'all and think so, nineteen and do y'all think nineteen and eleven gets it done? I don't think well, eighteen and, and twelve 10, does. Twenty and ten puts us at ninety five wins on the season. It does. I mean, that is that the math. Tonight will be so, set, win seventy five. Yeah. Yep, you're right. I think 20 and 10 gets it done. I think 95 gets it done. I don't know after that. I don't know who gets it done. I, don't, I just don't know. I think 95 will get will win the West. Ooh, I don't know if 94, 93. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what that means is that means that on Saturday, our streak started. That nine, what we did. We did nine runs, 17 runs, 13 runs tonight. That means that just continues for the next 20 games. 100%. Seriously. No, next 29 games. I mean, 29, yeah, for the next 30 games. Yeah. Yeah. That just has to continue. All right, let me ask this question. I I love these random – these random – I love the randomness. This is what I like about this thing. Okay, so yes or no question. I'm going to – I'm going to – um, Dubon Dorton first. What win total do you think wins the West? I'm not saying it's the Astros. What win total? Because that's what you need to focus on. Like nothing else matters. You got to get to a win total. What number do you think wins the West? The AO, the AO West champion will have how many wins? And what's Se- I mean, Seattle's got? I mean, they've got cupcakes right now, but. 
I, th- I mean, well, it, it definitely tough... Miesky's, Miesky's right. It toughens up. And then their last it, 10 is against yeah. the Astros and Rangers. Yeah, they toughen up the end. I mean, I think anywhere between nine, you know. No, no, no. I didn't say say between number. All right, 94 wins it. 94. How about that? (laughs) Neil? I would love to spend some time on this. I know. It's interesting. Because I I would love to go down all of these games and kind of guesstimate. Well, well, let's – Okay, I, I'll, I'll just you, let, let's say your number, I mean, and then I'll say mine, and then let's go through the at least let, let, for time's sake, let's go through the Astros, and let's be as realistic as we can, not being the fans homers that we are. Well, I mean, we're saying if we win two of three from the for the rest of the year, there's your twenty and ten. That ain't gonna happen. I just don't, I don't think we're gonna go twenty and ten. So. Then if we're if we're not going twenty and ten, you don't think we'll win the rest of the series? I mean, I want my answer to be yes. But who's gonna no? Who's gonna sweep us? I didn't say sweep. Or who's who are we gonna lose? Who are we gonna lose a series to? Seattle. We have Baltimore. We have Baltimore at home. We go to Seattle. Th- those I mean, are two scary. You ones. don't think you don't think we can then sweep? So Baltimore, Baltimore takes a series from us. Seattle just, takes a series from us. You don't think we can sweep the A's and the Royals? I do think we can. I, I mean, I said that. I brought those ten game or those nine games yeah. on three podcasts ago. Like but, I think I we mean, need to go. I, there's our, but there's our, but. But that's there, not the question. The question was, do you think do you think we're going to win every series? I said, no, we're not. Oh yeah. Okay, but but. We don't have to win. We don't have to win every series, right? If we no, can, we don't. But we do have to sweep the ones after we lose a series. Do you think we're going nine and over the A's and Royals? I don't. I think we'll at least go six and zero, oh, and well, that gives us. Well, I know that, but that gives us two series that we can lose. Okay, well then, okay, then what do you, what do you think? I mean, those are the dogs, right? Those are the easiest three series we have. So what do you think we're going to do on those nine games? Not six games. What do you think we're going to do on those nine games? I mean, I think we'll – I mean, I hope we sweep two of those series, and I hope we win the other series, right? I, so I mean, I, I, I would agree. I think, I think we're going seven and two. That's bad. That's All bad. right, my quick – my my quick run. I, I agree quick, with you. <laughs> my quick run through says uh, ninety four. Ninety four. I didn't have to well, go, well, go do my. I didn't have to go do my math nerdness that you did going to the schedule. I think. Yeah. I think ninety. I think ninety four is the number. I think whoever wins the yeah. West is going to win ninety four games. So if we win twenty games, we're according to our theory, we should we should Correct. be okay. I just don't think we're going to win twenty games. It's it's possible. It is <laughs> totally. And I'm totally. saying like this mathematically. I'm saying looking at our schedule, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, you you watch tonight's game. Well, no, go ahead, Neil. Go ahead, and I'll yeah. I mean, you watch you you watch tonight's game, and you go, yeah. I mean, if that's twenty and ten sounds lovely. If we would have talked Friday night and done the past nope. podcast after the one to seven, we'd be like, "Oh, we'd be lucky uh, to go fifteen I, and 15. I thought no. we were going to go zero and thirty-two. I think I, I think I, 
I think I texted y'all something like um, this, this team doesn't deserve to be a playoff team. The team that came onto the field last week or that, whatever it was, was that Friday night? Yeah. Friday night one where we lost four to one. That team didn't deserve to be a playoff team. Okay. Nieski, you have a schedule in front of you just for the Astros. Yeah. Okay. And then this is kind of forecasting, but let's do it. Okay. I, I think it's a great, I think it's a great topic. The Red Sox series. We won tonight. Okay. So our, let, let's try to all agree. We don't have to, we can, and we can argue why, but let's all come to, let's try to be realistic as we can being fans that we are. My prediction is we go two and one. Got it. Already got it down that way. Okay. Gordon, I'm okay with that. You agree? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yankees and Houston. Yeah, Yankees. We have off day Thursday, Yankees and Houston, correct? Yep. All right. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying two or three. I agree. Gordon? Yeah, sure. Okay, agree. Okay. Rangers and Arlington. Yep. Current Rangers. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a chance we we Go three and zero there. I agree. There's a chance. I think we go two and one. Okay. The pause. <laughs> I'll, I'll put. Uh, no, this is in this is in. No, this, this is in Arlington. Oh no! Oh oh oh! Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the the pause. I thought you meant the Padres. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm gonna say for the for the sake of like. On the downside, I'd say one and two, very very easily could go two and one. I mean, I'm, who the hell who the hell knows? I, I, no, no, hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna say since we're on the road, I'm gonna say two and I'm gonna say one and two. Okay. okay. I thought we would all be in agreement on two and one. Okay. Uh, I hope I'm going like again, maybe worst case scenario here. All right. Then what's after the Rangers? So we have I'm, going, and we have, I'm, I'm not going worst case, Neil. I'm trying to be as realistic as I think based on who we're playing. But go ahead. Yeah, no. But, I mean, I'm just saying against the Rangers in in Arlington, that's not like we're six. We're six and four against the Rangers. We took three out of four against them. Fair. I, they're not. They're right. not the team. They're not the team I'm worried about. Sure, agreed. Uh, we have a bye, then we play uh, the lifeless San Diego Padres. At home, at home, I'm saying at a minimum, two and three. But we suck at home. You mean two and one? Uh, two out of three? Is what I mean two and, two, and two, two, two out of three. Sorry. I think two and one. I would agree with that. Gordon, you go with that. Yep. All right. Okay. Then we host. Then we host Oakland. Again, for the low end of this deal, I'm going to say two and one. Obviously, the sweep is is a huge possibility. I hate saying that crap. Is a greater possibility. I'm saying three and zero. Yeah, I think we sweep that at home. Okay. Hang on, just and I think we sweep it. For the record, I think we sweep the next one, the Royals, in Kansas City. All right. So yeah, then at Kansas City. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think we go two and one. That's what I think. I, 
I mean, who know? I mean, this is August guesstimation. I'm gonna say two and one. Also, Baltimore at home. Well, I'm gonna probably be at that Tuesday game, so that's one win for sure. Oh, I like it. I mean, we took two out of three of them in, in Baltimore. I know it doesn't mean we'll do the same thing here. I really like Baltimore a lot. They're the next Astros, but um, they don't have the. I'm gonna say two and one Astros. That's but what I think. They're gonna have a lot to play for. I mean, they're gonna still be playing. That's gonna. I mean, they're just a fun. They're a fun team to freaking watch. Two yep. and one. Two and one. Two and one Astros. So far, we haven't lost a series yet. Not really liking those chances, but keep going. <laughs> well, I, I I said that we would uh, I said that we would lose the Rangers. I personally said that. You all, said yeah, you that. did, you did, you did. That's fair. Okay, Kansas City at home Ooh. again. It, to say you just walk in and sweep somebody is not realistic. Like, but this say, is talking late. I'm gonna late I'm gonna I'm gonna say two and one. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am. Okay, Jordan. I know you want to sweep. No, I I, but I think I think we sweep it in Kansas City. But I think we win the series here. So two. Okay. okay. At Seattle, one and two. Yeah, I think Agreed. that. I think we lose that one. I think we lose that series. One and I two. Better, I, I I hope we get one. <laughs> yeah, know. fair. And and, and then, I'm. Yeah, I'll say this. I, I think. Going to Arizona is also going to be, oh boy, a very hard fought two wins. Is that is that is that the that's the is that the next series? That's the last series. That's the last series. It seems we'll like lose, we don't ever play great there. We'll lose. We'll lose against Zach Gallon because he's a stud. I'm sure he'll pitch that last series. Um, I'm gonna say we go two and one. That's where I am. I hope so. Oh, I'm just counting what I wrote down. I know Neil, you were right. You had one of two and Rangers. I put two and one versus them. I'll net. By the way, I'll never say we're going to lose a series to Rangers for eternity, but I understand why. One, two, three, four, six, seven. I have us at twenty and ten. I've got us at eighteen and twelve. So you said the Rangers game, and then what other one? Uh, I said that I thought I counted 18. I said we'd lose two at Texas. Yeah, I got us at 20 and 10. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So the Texas game, and then I had us losing one versus Oakland. So did you? No, I had a sweep in Oakland the okay, first time. There it is. Losing one yeah. the second. Losing one the second. Uh, no, no, we won't play more. Yeah, sweeping. Dorton, did you tally yours by chance? No, I didn't. Gotcha. That's just interesting. I mean, do I think we're going to lose one series the rest of the year? No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. 
I think 19 and 11 is the number. I think I, I agree with what you said earlier, Neil. My number was 94. I think whatever West team gets to 94 probably wins. I don't know if we're going to be right or not, but I think that's the number. 95, for I think 95 for sure. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun to yeah, watch. Well. It'll be fun and frustrating all in one. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun when we win. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great so, if both the Rangers and the Mariners started essing the bed. Well, the Rangers already nightly, have. On a nightly basis. The last well, they won 10 tonight. games, the last 10 games, the Mariners have made nine games up on the Rangers. Because the Rangers have went one and nine, not to count tonight, and the Mariners have went nine and one, and the Rangers went one and nine. That's unbelievable. That's how quick it can happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're doing exactly what I said they would do. They're going to Ranger. So watch out, Tampa Bay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm with you, Brian. I am. Seriously. I'm, with you. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm with I'm you. I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see it happening. But hey, stranger things have happened. No doubt. Okay. So, how frustrated are we with uh, the starting pitching? I can't. I can't watch Javier anymore. Javier is uh, is we need to have we need to sit down and have some real talk with uh, with a old C Jav. I I agree, it's bad. Um, I've gotten a little flack from acquaintances, friends that listen to the podcast about me being down on JP France and I haven't been down just the metrics have not been kind to him boy that was a wake up call from the world with his mm-hmm. last start that was yeah I had, a, I had a buddy basically say the same thing is that uh but you know we had we had said his he's on borrowed time and the next thing you know holy smokes and he, he and I don't, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not rooting, <laughs> I'm not rooting me for that, that. Yeah. yeah I'm not rooting for that but it's just his, at the time, his, I don't want to get too technical, but his advanced ERA on balls put in play was like a run and a half, or almost two runs more than what it was. I don't know exactly. I had it down. But he got credited for 10 runs earned the other night. Yeah, sure did. His ERA, ERA jumped. ERA up. His yeah. 19th start of the year, his ERA still jumped 0. 0.75 points. That's unheard of. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Your Akiti came in tonight. I think that's exactly what he should do. He should be a long inning, two inning guy. He's got two good innings and then get him out. He's actually listed as the starter tomorrow that I saw. Yeah. So obviously he's, he's not pitching tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't dug in because I was at baseball practice um, to see what we're doing tomorrow. Um, I know I mean, we have off day Thursday. It, it's is it not France then? It, by my calculations. Well, if that's the case, I might not tune it? in tomorrow. Hmm. Who's well? Who would be pitching then? I can't okay, keep up with the off days and all. All right, let, let's go backwards. 
France was Friday. Valdez, back up. France was Thursday. Thursday. Valdez was Valdez was Friday. Brown was Saturday. Verlander Sunday. Javier Monday. Your Queedy pitched tonight. France is up. But but that's only four days, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that that's that's what I'm saying too. Frenchie tomorrow. On four days rest after getting, I mean, only pitched two Shut innings, but he he did throw a bunch <laughs> of innings, a bunch of pitches. But <laughs> that that's that's who's up. If you're uh, you're Queedy pitched. Wow. Friday, Saturday, well, Sunday, Monday. I don't see. I don't see rest. France. I don't see France pitching tomorrow. Who pitches? They have France listed now, again. This does not mean right. They have France listed for Wednesday. Yeah. Well, they, Who they pitches tomorrow? Yeah. We option. We Maldonado. sent Blanco back. We sent Blanco back down, didn't we? Maldi pitching. We sent Blanco back today. I thought we. I thought we sent him back down. Am I wrong? Did I? Did we not? Let me look at the forty man. See what we got here. We'll just look at the look at the active roster. Yeah. Didn't he pitch yesterday? Oh, it tells you how busy we've gotten in between all of our stuff. Yeah, no kidding. No, it's also no keeping, it's also keep it's also keeping up what they're doing. No Blanco. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because Maton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maton came up. You got me what they're doing tomorrow then. Maybe Dusty talked about it on the on uh, in the presser, but we're doing the podcast. Um, yeah, we'll, that'll, be, that'll be interesting. I don't think I don't, I don't see how you can move France up after that. Well, yeah. Huh. I don't know. A couple of things, a couple of just note stats that um, as bad as Maldonado's been. I think Obreu tied him tonight, but he has as many home runs. Is Jose Abreu and one more than Jeremy Pena this year? Great. I saw that. That's bad. Yikes. That's scary. Yeah, um, that ain't good. All right, let's move to we'll 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 check the pitching before we get out of here. Let's move to um our dome phone players of the week. All right. Um Dorton, you lead us off. All right, my player of the week, I'm not sure who you guys are going to take, but I am going with a Ruby leader, the Ruby leader for the week, who also had the highest average, who was Alex Bregman. Five Dang, RBIs, five, R- five RBIs this, this week, uh, hit 360, nine hits, um, three doubles and a dinger, two strikeouts, productive breggy. Yeah, that was going to be mine. Enjoy your beer. So before before the night, I noticed this. He's caught he's caught some stray bullets this year. People saying he's not this, he's not that. I'm going to give him a little props about something. He's played in every game but one. Yep. Yeah. And he has that, that like that's a big deal to him. He's like, no, I want to play. 
as much as possible. Um, he is fifth in the AL and RBI. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Fifth in the AL and RBI. And who's that's one? Tucker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is Shohei still playing? Because if Shohei gets hurt, I've got a plus $4,000 bet on that. There you go. I think he still wins. Why? He doesn't play in the playoffs. Okay, enough about that. All right, Jordan, that was going to be mine. That's a great one. Um, we do need to – we'll get near the end of the, of, of the season, and we do need to have a Bregman talk about his contract because um, – and, and I'll run some numbers, see where we're at, because that's going to be interesting. Fifth in the AL and RBIs and having a down year is pretty impressive. All right, Neil, who's your dome phone player of the week? Slam dunk, Jose Altuve. Uh, that was my other one. Cherry on top with the cycle tonight. The dude is uh, – he's our guy. I, I'll just short and sweet. That's our guy. Yeah. Dome phone. Okay. Well, can I reserve the right since I'm going last, since he hit a cycle night, that he's my guy next week? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Nope. I'm not sure I have a third option. Any, yeah. Were, were there any uh, no hitters this week? <laughs> Almost. Close. Almost. Close. Wait, wait, wait. Against us or for us? Uh, both. Right, right, right. Both. Both. Right, right, right. The the answer is both. Yeah, y'all seriously took my two, and but I, that's kind of part of it. So I'm going off. I'm not taking a player. My dome phone player of the week that I would love to buy a dome phone for, and I both you guys, is it me? That, those were the picks. Was no, it me? No, oh. Dust, Dusty. Dusty. No, it's not him it's either. Dusty. I'll never buy oh. one. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. My dome phone player of the week is the entire organization of the Texas Rangers, the team up north. <laughs> because without you. We would not have a shot, but y'all choked so hard, which by the way, if you go back to the episodes from the get-go of this established episode in May 1st, I believe was the first published podcast, I said that they would choke and regress in the second half. They could not keep this up. So because they've done exactly what I thought they would, <laughs> team up north, Texas strangers, you get my dome phone player of the week love but you're it. not gonna you're not gonna actually buy them a, a, a beer are you if they go one in nine the next 10 <laughs> games i'll buy them a keg uh, love it love it so we're gonna transition to the prospect of the week and the prospect of the week is someone we've already done it is jacob melton who i saw today got promoted finally from high A, Asheville, North Carolina, to the Corpus Christi Hooks. There's a lot to like about him. But he's 6'3", 220. That's left, throws left, can run. I think he's got somewhere around 42 stolen bases. His only knock is he needs to make a little more contact. He has power. Um, obviously, with the departures of Clifford and Gilbert, he is the quote-unquote number one prospect in the system. Moving on up. <laughs> I was glad to see him get promoted, and it's now it gets real. So now, son, you graduated from high A, and now you're a double A. So let's see what you can do. Um, 
speaking of double A, the hooks have not been as good as they have normally been. The uh, Sugarland Cowboys have been terrible. Now, records don't always mean everything in minor leagues, but it's nice to win. Sure. I, um, I, I will throw this out there since this is my segment. I think that Colton Gordon, Spencer Aaron Getty, and Joey Luperfido, three guys we've documented on this podcast, are all going to have a shot to make the big club next year at some point. Those are my predictions. Um, I like it. If if Melton tears it up, maybe he could at the end of the year. Um, But I think Aaron Getty has got a live arm from the right side. Colton Gordon – um, has made some changes and has pitched way better lately, throws hard from the left side. And Joey Luper Fido is just vers- versatile and can hit. I think all three of those guys, I think we'll see at some point next year, um, their clock started and, and with the big club. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch. They're all three, you know, now uh, at, at Sugarland. So um, hopefully Sugarland will be better and, and they'll be better next year. So that's yeah. what I got. It was good to see Jacob Melton get promoted. He's he's someone I, I definitely want to watch to see if he's a future outfielder or not, or a future player. I think he is, but he's just got to make more contact. Any questions on yeah, that? I like Eric. Uh, Eric Getty is the one that I, I'm excited probably more than anybody. I think there's something there's something to him. I, I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah. This is a great this is a great question, Neil. So you, I agree with you. I like Gordon because he's he's a lefty, um, but yeah. I'm with you. I've been I've watched Aaron Getty's highlights the last couple of starts. Um, yep. So, when and if when and if air quotes, Luis Garcia and Lance Mieski McCullers come back <laughs> healthy, mm-hmm. what do we do next year with this whole deal? Like, it's a great problem to have now that you have Verlander. But let's do the math here. Verlander, Valdez, Javier, Brown. Yep. France. Yep. Who am I missing? Verlander. Did you say Verlander? Yeah. Yeah, Verlander, Verlander, Valdez, Javier, Brown, France. Your Queedy. Queedy. Your Queedy, I think, should stay in the pen. Garcia, LM Garcia, Lance Mieski. That's eight. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Now, <laughs> Garcia won't be back till I don't think he'll be back till the after the All Star break. I mean, and who the knows? Easy, I mean, who knows? The easy who answer is the, the easy answer there yeah. is is Urquidy and McCullers turn into part of our bullpen. Period. Good. Y'all know on the text message, I said McCullers has been in the bullpen for four years. Yeah. He he doesn't want that because he wants to be a starter. So well, whatever, I'm not saying. You know what? I know. Stay healthy, bub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem that? is, is we're we're gifting him 15 million dollars. You yeah. know, to not be healthy. Agreed. <laughs> I think McCullers would actually be good in the bullpen. I do. Too. I mean, wherever. I just like to see him. I just like yeah. to see him. Well, I know. I I know. It's family to you. I understand. Um, <laughs> We're close. So I like that. we're sponsored by Victoria Equipment Auction for Neil's throwback player of the week at Victoria Equipment Auction. Their number one goal is to get you the best price for your equipment in a hassle-free and professional manner. 
whether you're part of a large corporation looking to clear old equipment out of your inventory or an individual interesting, interested in selling a single piece. Victoria Equipment Auction is ready to go to work for you. Just drop off the equipment and they will take care of the rest. It's victoriaequipment.com, victoriaequipmentauction.com, and it is, is their number is 361-935-2444. Call Clay. We know Kenny and Kevin Griffin. They're great people. They did a great job at their auction last couple weeks ago. Any equipment needs that you have, contact these guys. And Neil, who is your throwback player of the week? All right. So, again, sometimes I, I give you all the inside info on this, and sometimes I like surprising you. Uh, and I just want to see your, your facial reaction when I tell you that Eric Anthony no. is your throwback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eric Anthony. Eric Todd Anthony, born November 8th, 1967, was actually drafted by the Astros in the 34th round of the 1986 amateur draft. He played uh, his first game with Houston in, on July 28th, 1989, in a uh, quick stint that ended from 86, I'm sorry, from 89 to 93, and then eventually played, bounced around from uh, the Reds, the Mets, and even the Rockies. Uh, number 23? Number 23? It was number 23. So, uh, here's what I – here's again, here's the interesting part here. In 1986, Anthony was an 18-year-old Sharpstown High School dropout working on an assembly line at his Houston Plastics Company. Huh. When he wow. when he talked his when he talked his way into a tryout with the Astros and got uh, the scouts' attention when he's hitting a couple of 400-foot bombs – and so they yeah so they they long story short drafted him right and so in the yeah. minor leagues he he uh i mean he destroyed uh pitching down there you know and hitting 30 home runs and today you go with 30 home runs back in the 80s 30 home runs was i mean babe ruth stuff right so he's destroying the baseball in the minor leagues and then like i said he, he gets called up and in his second game as an Astro, hits a 414-foot shot off of Rick wow. Rushel. Rick Rushel. <laughs> so in, in the back of my mind, I'd like to say I recall that because, you know, again, this is – we're in our whatever prime as Astro fans as far as our age. And Eric Anthony was a name we heard. Eric Anthony was a guy that yep. we looked and said, this guy is fixing to explode on the scene. And, uh, you know, sky was the limit for that guy. But, but he hits his home run the second game that first year and then kind of fizzles not to be really heard from again. The following season is when he basically made history when he hits the uh, the rainbow seats in the Astros. Yes. And became – I, rem so I remember. He was that. the first. He was the first that got the uh, the a star seat. Was he the first that got a star seat? No, technically no. no. Okay, so Jimmy Wynn had oh, one. Right, that's right. That's and right. Doug that's right. and Doug Raider and, and Doug, Doug Raider. the rooster the rooster had one. So I think the roosters though was in an exhibition game, if I'm not mistaken. So officially, Eric Anthony was the second guy to hit one in the rainbow seats, and so. 
for the for the rest of the time, anybody who was aware of that, every time you came to the Astro game, it's kind of like now when you go to Minute Maid, you you just kind of peek up at the yeah you know at the Raptors and just whatever you're looking. You'd find the seat. And there it you'd is. You'd find yeah. You'd find the seat had the star with number twenty three in it. So pretty cool. That it was. What's kind of weird is that it, it felt at that time when you were in the Astrodome that that was like a five hundred and five foot bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it turns out it was 440 feet, you know. So, uh, anyway, they had that that seat up there in the do- cool. in the do- in the dome. That's about 470. It it really was right. <laughs> so, Eric Anthony's illustrious career was not all that illustrious with the Astros. It kind of that was may have been the uh, the high point. He went back and forth between Tucson and, and Houston at that time. I mean, he's another one of these you know, outstanding quadruple A players. I mean, I was just going to say he is the true quad A player too good for triple A. I mean, not good enough for major leagues. Correct. Singleton uh, comes to mind on something like that, but <laughs> his, his best season with the Astros came in 92 uh, where he started in the outfield, hit 19 home runs, 80 RBIs, and then followed that with 15 home runs, 66 RBIs and 93. Now in the following year, that 93 season, he was traded to the Seattle Mariners for a young left-handed pitcher named anyone? I'm and sorry. I didn't know what year? This would have been 93. Yeah. One of the best left-handed pitchers in the Houston Astros organization. Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton. So Eric I didn't, Anthony, that. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know they were tied together. That was just a guess. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't either. Uh, so obviously that trade is one of the ones, the better ones that kind of goes under the radar, so to speak. And we've done yeah, our show. Yeah. Pos- positive trades over the years. But uh, yeah, Hampton became one of the best ones. So over Eric Anthony's five seasons, he hits 224 with 49 home runs. Yeah. Right. I mean, yes, he was in the dome, but at the same time that, you know, there was some talk that at he was going to take the place of Glenn Davis because, or, or be in that mix to take over Glenn Davis in, in the power category, because there was a year to where the Astros only the, the highest home run total was like 14 or 13 or something crazy. And, uh, you know, he's in triple A hitting 30 plus. So anyway, Eric Anthony, probably the best, two stories about Eric Anthony was the home run where he got a seat in the upper deck and then he got us Mike Hampton. So, yeah. What do you think, uh, what do you, you think happened? Do you think he got that seat? I don't know. That's pretty cool though. Cause you know, they, uh, I mean, they sold all, they sold all those seats and the, like, you would think that, I don't know, maybe somewhere. If he reached, if, if, if they if he replied back, probably yeah, he probably got it. But I don't who knows. Um, he had light tower power, but exactly it's a typical quad A player. Um, yeah. I I didn't know he was I didn't know he was from Sharpstown. Without googling, can you name another ex Astro that? Uh, here's a shout out. My great y'all both know she took us to games. My great aunt Melba, God rest her soul, mm-hmm. one of my favorite oh, people yeah. on the planet. Oh yeah, she yep. she lived she lived in Sharpstown. Um, forever you know she had the rockets tickets and obviously always took us the astros games 
I miss her. I miss her to this day. Um, but so can you name the, um, uh, the uh, another Astro that I, that I just knew because he was from Sharpson, played at Sharpson High School? Do you know? I mean, if you need hit, hints, let me know. I, I need a hint. Also, a pitcher. I know the. I know the the Galveston ones. Back, that was Backy, wasn't it? Backy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I left-handed Houston pitcher won a World Series for another team. I'll even give you even more. Probably it's not Andy Pettit, huh? No, no Deer Park. Deer Park. Good call. Oh, that's right. That's right. Deer Park. But yeah. you're 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 probably the and this won't help Dorton, but probably the greatest pitcher to ever pitch for the University of Texas. Like, uh, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's probably. Like, he's number one. Uh, so he's won a college <laughs> World Series and a World Series. I mean, not Roger, right? No, nope. no, lefty. Uh, lefty, lefty. Is he coaching now? Roger's, not, coach? from, Roger's not from Sharpstown. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not coaching. I don't know. I'm out. Greg Swindell. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. He was from Sharpstone. From Sharpstone. Right. Yep. God, that makes me mad. He's active on Twitter. And, and if you, if he you is. Don't, if holy moly. Oh, I see his stuff. I follow, I follow him, man. He'll get after people, too. I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm mad I didn't get that. That was a good one. That was a good one, yeah. Eric Anthony, quad, quad a, quad a player. Um, yeah, but we, but we got Mike Hampton. So that's well exactly done. right. Jerry, all right. Hampton. So, so I don't have this in front of me, but I know I text. I think I text y'all this this week. This could have been my dome phone, but I like who I went with with my dome phone. The single season record for home runs for a catcher now belongs. To Yanni or Diaz. Yep. Can oh you name me the two people that were tied with 18? There's two, I believe. I'm not confirmed, but this is what I saw on the telecast a couple of days ago. So I'm not, but can you name the two people that both had 18 in a season for the Astros? Oh, what's his name? In the From 2017, who was? Um, McCann. The one, McCann, Brian McCann. Like Brian McCann's one of them. And, I have no and, idea who the other one is. Jason, oh, I know, I know. Jason no, no, no. Kruger. Yeah, it's yeah, Jason no, no, no. Kruger. I mean, sorry, Castro. Jason. Jason Castro. No, no, no. It was. It was. No, it wasn't. It was Osmus. It was definitely Osmus. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd take Osmus right now. <laughs> um, it was Jason Castro. Castro. Yeah. Yep. But Brian we McCann. have this guy. Yeah. We have this guy that's had thirty-five-ish starts at catcher. As now has the single season record for the Astros. Oh, okay, here's one. Here I have one for y'all. Here's a. Uh, oh, I like this game. Here's a quiz. Y'all ready for this? Uh, how many walks does Mister Yanir Diaz have in total, and even more so? How many walks does he have in August? Well, he walked last. He walked tonight. I think he walked two nights ago. 
I know this. I don't know the number, but I know that his walk rate was around 2% for the year. Okay. That sounds about right. Let me put it this way. So, and I'm not going to give you the number, but I'll, I'll give okay. you a hint. It's low. It's very low. <laughs> I'm going to say... 13 walks. I, I'm thinking single digits, nine. Neil nailed it with tonight. Nine? With tonight. It was eight going into tonight. Dude. He's had, he's had two, now three walks in, in August. August. And those he's came on, in the past this week. This week. Yeah, like, they came this week. He had, and before that, his last walk, mid July. I know. <laughs> the last time, the last time he started. Oh no, sorry. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but that yeah, was. I, I mean, like the guy is swinging the bat. Period. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Good. If he ever finds, Good. if he ever finds a little plate discipline, watch that freak out. You know, I'm not saying he doesn't need to go. Two percent to fifteen. Just get in the seven, eight, nine range, dude. Watch out. Yeah, the guy hits the baseball. I'm telling you, if your Don was not on this team, no one hits the ball harder than he does. So yep. let's go ahead and go here. Let's go. Let's. This is a good segue. Okay. All right. All right. Uncle Brantley's going to come into oh, the lineup. I was going to wrap up with this. All right. Let's do this. Uncle Brantley's going to come into the lineup. He's going to be in the outfield. Uh, what what are we doing? Are we we pulling McCormick now? He's not going to be. He's not going to be now. He's going to no. be DH. Are we putting him DH. in DH? So yep. we're just going to bench Yanier now? Is that what we're doing? Because we, uh, we, we know who we're not going to bench. We know who we're not benching. Well, and his name you, rhymes uh, with well, uh, well, well, here's the deal. Aldonado. Here's the, <laughs> here's the deal. It depends on who we're <laughs> pitching, and it depends on who the opposition is pitching. So tomorrow we're facing that dude that if it's the, if it's correct, <clears throat> pitched well against us last week. The only reason I know this is because we had to watch those games. Um, Mello Jello. Yeah, yeah. So that's a righty. And Furlander and Valdez aren't pitching. So I think you're going to have Diaz catching, and you're going to have Maldonado DH tomorrow. Wait, 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 who? Wait, who? What? I mean – what I say, D- oh. Brantley? Thank you. <laughs> you said your brother was DH. <laughs> That's what I'm used. To. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> I almost fell out right. of this chair. Yeah, yeah. God help us. Diaz, I think, is going to catch tomorrow because Verlander and Valdez are not pitching, and Arrighty's yeah. going to be. They're going to. Brantley's going to hit. Brantley's going to DH against righties. Okay. Fine. In my and opinion, put put Jordan out and left. And Diaz behind the plate, and we have ourselves a oh. fantastic lineup. 
Let's right. go. Let's do this. Let's. But, go. I mean, I but keep in I mean, I, I'll be honest. Well, hold on. Hold on. Neil. Hold on. I, I'll be honest. I don't like talking about this. Here's reasons. I I I really do think Brantley's dead. I don't think he's really alive. Um, like I I, I think it's all fake. I think he's actually dead. And we haven't well, I activated. See, I did see his corpse in the dugout. Well, tonight. weekend at Bernie's. It can be weekend at Brantley's. <laughs> okay. Weekend at. I mean, it, it totally can. Because I will not believe he is I actually. We, I think take... we found the the title of this podcast. We can at least. I think we did too, and that was just That's off awful. the cuff. I, because it's been sixteen months. Like, I will not believe it's just like with Jordan. He took forever to get back. I will believe Brantley's in the lineup, not when he's activated, not when the lineup comes out. When he steps in the batter's box, I will say, okay, Brantley's playing. Yeah. He could get stung by a mosquito and get malaria in the on deck, on deck circle. Like, he, he can't. He, and, and I don't see him playing every day. No, no, he no, can't. no, 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 yeah. I but mean, I think I, we'll hit I, against righties. I think we'll hit against righties. I mean. Well, um, even at that, we're, we're going to go snail's pace, you know. That's just how just, we do it. I just sometimes. foresee I foresee a few lineups when we've already covered this. We don't have any series left that we can lose, right? Like we don't have any of Agreed. these like available games that we're just let's test this out. I foresee Agreed. a few of these games where it's gonna be, well, let's uh let's DH Brantley and let's go ahead and we'll sit Chaz and We'll start oh, McCormick. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll start uh, Maldonado behind the plate, and this this will mind. be our lineup, right? And okay, we'll, okay. See this this now we're gonna. That's go what long. scares me. That's what that's. I, I, this I'm with is you. It. I'm with you. All right. Let me ask you this. This is this this t- ties in, and I want to get back to Brantley, but Jordan slamming his finger, whatever, in 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 the door. You're telling me, this is what bothers me about the Astros, okay? You're telling me he wasn't good enough to pinch hit in the the ninth inning of that game, but 13 hours later, he was okay to start? Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you understand? Like, that, that, and I didn't blow y'all up because we all are busy. We all have our jobs, and and my, with – with school starting and all the kids' sports, just like you guys are dealing with. Yeah. But, like, that was irritating. So, we gave him an extra day. We, we know that's what Dusty does. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't take a bat and pinch hit in that ninth inning. But he could no start chance. the day game 13 hours later. That makes Way more healthier. Zero, that makes zero sense. You know, it's just zero. one game, Kruger. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's just yeah. one game, man. Okay. All right. See now. Uh, see this is this is what you're doing. That's it. You're baiting me. You're baiting me, and I'm taking the bait. Let yep. me tell you something about this one game <laughs> BS. Okay. By my calculations of what I've looked on baseballreference.com, go check it out. Maldonado is a minus one and a half or one point four minus WAR. Okay. That means wins above replacement. We're not going to get in that discussion right now, but that means. He's basically worth neg- a negative. He's worth a loss and a half a, a season. Okay. 
Yanir Diaz right now, war wins above replacement is around f- almost four and a half. Last time I checked, it might've changed. Let's assume it's four. Okay. That means there's a difference of playing one player of the, over, uh, over the other of five and a half game of, of win. 5.5. You're mm-hmm. right. 5.5. Math. Do you think those 5.5 games matter right now? Sure. Yeah, they do. Every game matters. It's a long season. It's 162 games. But what's amazing is it usually comes down to one or two or three games. Because that's how thin the margin is of this talent. And let me tell you what. If we miss this West by one or two games, I'm going to. It's on on Dusty. Period. 100%. It's on percent with war if, with the war and the numbers alone at one position. If you're going to step up and take the World Series accolades, which he did, and I, I'm still going to say some of that we won in spite of Dusty, right? Like some of those games we we won in spite yeah, of. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But if you're going to step up and you're going to take that. You better step up and retire the F down if we miss the playoffs because of this. I, hey, I know well, we've sent text remember. messages out. His interviews, oh, they're pissing we'll me thank, off. I can't watch yeah, them. We'll, no, we'll, you're we'll going to thank, thank – listen, you're going to we'll thank, thank him. We'll thank him later, yeah. We're all going to thank him. We're going to thank – you know, you're lucky to even be listening to him, to be honest. Honor lucky. He pisses me. You're lucky. He pisses, he pisses me. You're honored. Off. You're honored. He's, he's so great. You know that his, the fact so that his many... voice is gracing your ears is mm. pretty amazing. And this this segment of the podcast is brought to you by sarcasm. <laughs> um, so okay, one last thing, and then we'll wrap it up. I mean, that's we had to get some stuff off our chest. Dorton, thank you for bringing that up. This goes back to your Brantley bringing bringing Uncle Mike up. What's the lineup? What's the lineup tomorrow? Assuming Diaz is catching and Brantley's DHing, and the only reason why I assume Diaz is catching is because there's a righty on the mound and Valdez and Verlander are not pitching. So I think it's Altuve, Breggy, um, Jordan. Um, I don't think they would yeah they're they're not going to change Tucker I don't think they're going to change the top four I don't I think Diaz should be five but I mean I wouldn't put it past him to put Uncle Mike at five and put Diaz at six I don't think he'll go three lefties in a row Okay, no he won't yeah that's fair all right, that's fair. So Diaz at five, uh, Uncle Brantley at six, and then um, Chaz at seven. Abreu. And who do we have left? Abreu. Abreu. We're probably and where he belongs. Pena. Pena hit nine. Oh, my God. I love Pena hitting nine. I I love it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, like that lineup in and of itself sounds fantastic. I think you have an Abreu who is Abreu who is let's let's 
be real here, getting hot. Like he's hitting the ball. Tap. He hit a tap. Tap the brakes on that. How many home runs has he had in the past couple of days? One tonight. Two. No, he hit another dong the other day. He's got eleven for the year. Congratulations. So good job, first base. He's hitting the ball right now. He's hitting the ball right now. Agree? Maybe he's Uh, getting healthy. I told you. I told you. Like again, if he goes off in the same, he has the same amount of home runs as Martin Maldonado Dorton. And if he goes Mm. off and he explodes and he's the reason we win the West, we're gonna go. God, I love that guy. Exactly. We got to get there first, and he's got to actually do it. So. Sure. My thought, my thoughts are. That's interesting. That's why I want to ask the question. I agree. The, the, the four of the four. Five is going to be Diaz. Six is going to be. Abreu. Seven is going to be Uncle Mike. Eight is going to be McCormick. And nine is going to be Jeremy Mieski. I, I can see both are the, the two – both of what y'all said are, are the two choices that I would think to. So I, I don't have anything to add to that. I think that's what it's going to be. And I'm here hey, for Brian, it. Like, I want to see it. I'm uh, fine with that as well. Wait. I can't wait. Uh, Just so hey, long Brian. as we don't see any craziness going around uh, tomorrow. What? That's that's what's going to kill me. <laughs> what? You mean like Myers starting instead? Something Myers, silly like that? Maybe Dubon. maybe something like I don't know. Like let's let's get let's get jokes a few more at bats, guys. Well, if, oh, if no. Jokes, jokes, is, up, jokes, jokes is, is about to get jokes is about to get shipped to Sugarland where he belongs. Okay, yeah. So you know what I would you know you want to know what I would like to see? Yeah, sure. Those four Diaz five. I would do McCormick six. I would do Brantley. Brantley seven. I would do a Brayu eight. And Dubon nine. Ooh. Put put Pena on the bench for a little bit. Yeah. He can get a day off. Rotate platoon him. Why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, Pena, right you know, now, Pena, Pena's getting, Pena's Pena getting hit, hot. He, I mean, hit 423 this week. Congratulations. He's finally done what he's supposed to be doing. Thank you, Pena. It's only week 74 of the baseball season. Thank you so much. Please show up. Thank you. There is nothing wrong with him and Dubon platooning because I personally think Dubon's a better shortstop defensively. I think Pena has more pop, and Maldonado has more home runs than Pena has. Nice. Hey, Brian, tell me this. This is the – we were talking before we started. You're talking about Altuve's cycle, and and you you teased this. So finish finish it. yeah. Okay, so Altuve – Because I'm curious. My goodness. Altuve Altuve hit the cycle tonight for for – just in case we – First time in his career. First time in his career. uh, Yeah, boy called it. Before it, and it was. I already gave incredible. you props. We were we're past that. 
the last, and I will give you this, the last cycle that happened for the Astros was in 2013. 2013. And we went through the previous ones. I'm going to do it real quick. Previous uh, previous cycles were uh, Cesar Cedeno hit the first two in 1972, 1976, and then Bob Watson hit one in 1977. Then uh, Andahar Cedeno hit one in 92, and then we got Baggy in 2001, and we got Biggio in 2002. We got Luke Scott in 2006, which is nuts, by the way. Does it say where that one was? Does it tell you? Arizona at Houston. And uh, we lost that game. And how about this? In the fourth inning with one out for the Luke Scott cycle, in the fourth inning, uh, Scott's homer on second, Mike Lamb of God. No, one man. second. Wow. <laughs> I liked I Mike Lamb. I did too. Huge fan. All I right. So that Mike was two, that was 2006. The next one happened in 2013. Oh, Seattle. And when, Seattle at Houston. And we were not good. Not good at all. This person, uh, I'll I'll even give you this. This person hit. Uh, right after J.D. Martinez. Oh, my gosh. That doesn't help, but hold on. He was a rookie. He was a rookie at the time. That just blew my mind right there, the rookie. Charlie, Charlie Carter? Not Charlie Carter. He was batting seventh in the lineup behind J.D. Martinez and Justin Maxwell. Justin Maxwell? He God, hit, I love this. He hit for the cycle, accounting for five hits and two RBIs in the 10-7 I know it is. I know, I, know who, I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who it is. Who? Brian Boas, Bozasetic. No. Sure. Oh. Nope. I thought, I thought he hit for the cycle with the Astros. No, no, no. I I don't even. I'll even give you his first name. How about that? No, no, no. no. Give me another hint. Give I'll me another give you his first name. What position really? did he play? You don't have to look it up. I don't even know, to be honest with you. I don't even know. His first name is Brandon. His last name is <laughs> Barnes. Oh, I, remember, uh, I don't remember that. Brandon. Wow. Brandon Barnes. Yeah, we, we would have been here a while. Yeah. We would have been here a while. No chance. <laughs> uh, he I was a rookie outfielder. He was a rookie outfielder. I remember him, but I would have not guessed that. That's been I 10 think, years since someone did the cycle? Yep. Unless you were at that game. I don't even know if it was televised back then. No. It <laughs> have been. Oh, oh. No, it was. no, that would have. And we were. Yeah, that would have been televised. We were bad. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Us. So in 2013, I was living in Spring slash Woodlands, and I mean, I was 35, 40 minutes, depending on traffic from from Minute Maid, and I I went a couple times. And I was like, I'm not. 
I'm not going again. It's like I'm going to watch a triple A team. They they were terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's a good that, that's a good one. Good job, Ralph Duve, the future Hall of Famer. Um unbelievable. It was cool. Man. One thing was cool, Verlander and, and Miguel Cabrera facing each other, no taking the hat each other. That was yeah. cool. We'll, yep. we'll, we're going to wrap it up. Guys, I appreciate it. It's Monday night. Uh, again, we're learning our schedules with all of our jobs and, and all of our kids and sports and band and all this stuff that all of our kids are in. So there could be some jumping back and forth. We appreciate it. Thank you those that are sharing. Like, share, follow, rate, review. I, we love getting feedback. We're on TikTok, um, Facebook, um, Twitter. So please, we appreciate it. Tell your mom, tell your mom's mom to tell your mom and tell her friends. And all I'm going to say is, boys, go Strokes. Go Strokes. Go Strokes.